Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. I should be doing lots of things right now and instead I was like, I miss you and this is ready to go and I'm not supposed to record it for like five more days and I don't care because it's not on the schedule but I just needed to talk to you. Um, so let's let's do that. Here we go. This is, um, lots of people have asked about Portland and about what happened and they look at me kind of sideways and with great sympathy uh, and so this is this is one of the stories. Um, hopefully it's funny. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, spoiler alert: it ends well, so don't be too concerned. Uh, but let's let's just hop right in and um, have a little have a little fun with when um, when you realize you've made a mistake. <laughs> it's it's not a good one, uh, but you know it happens. And there's these moments, and we can shame the shit out of ourselves or not. And what if you go with or not? Because that's what this looks like. And that's what I'm going to explore right here. There's always a moment when you realize you've made a mistake. Maybe it wasn't clear before. Maybe you suspected you'd been duped, but you needed confirmation. Maybe you desperately, desperately hoped that having moved across the country with your partner, two pets, and every last one of your possessions on the first day of 2020 was ultimately not a bad idea. And then you hear it, the phrase that will change everything. The basement smells like spiders. We go to all caps now, because this is how it works. Uh, um, neighbor Chris, first off, how is that even a smell? Because like, I did not know that was possible for there to be so many spiders that the basement smells like them. Um, obviously I type in caps from now on because it is the only way possible to display my utter revulsion and terror. Like, what does one do with a statement like, the basement smells like spiders? Uh, first, I presume it to be true because neighbor Chris had lived in Portland all his life and therefore knows a thing or two about spiders. <laughs> like, Oregon makes spider attacks so normal that even as an arachnophobe, such as myself... You just stop flipping out when, say, a few spiders fall on your head as you're working in the yard, or when dead spiders fall on you as you're trying to relax on the porch, or when you see teeny tiny spiders crawling on your laptop keyboard and then they just vanish. 
Spiders vanished into my keyboard and I did not stop living in Oregon because I wanted to be strong. God damn it. Like so many spiders have disappeared into my former laptop because the laptop is, I can't do it. I can't do it. I got to get a new non-spider laptop. <laughs> right? So I'm trying to be strong. And then the basement smells like spiders. I can no longer pretend that the basement is not full of spiders because clearly it is. And they're just waiting to hatch and eat me in my sleep. Like, obviously I can never go into the basement again. This is just, this is just fact. Like it's never happening. As the days go on, and this might be the most disturbing part, Bear decides to be helpful. He approaches neighbor Chris in a friendly way. Hey, would you mind if I clean the basement so it doesn't smell like spiders? Neighbor Chris does a friendly rebuke, very West Coast, like, nah, man, that's okay. Bear attempts over and over again to make headway here. How about now? What if I promise not to touch your stuff? It's a shared basement. What if I only clean the shared areas? Again and again, Chris expresses versions of nope, no, and no thank you. The spiders to continue to occupy the basement in an arachnid campaign that would make Bernie Sanders weep with the brilliance of its simplicity. We are here. We do not move ever. And of course, my suggestion is dismissed, which is like, what if I just walk in, douse the whole basement with gasoline and burn this place down? No, <sighs> no one ever listens to me. This refusal to eradicate the spiders raised even bigger questions about living in Oregon, such as who is willing to live with a spider infestation? Who refuses free help with cleaning from a tidy Italian man who has nothing better to do during a pandemic? Who is not only willing to live, but committed to living with a den of spiders? Dear God, the humanity. And then I wring my hands and spiral out. Like, it's not good. Other things happened in Portland that let me know it wasn't for me. <laughs> Once, Bear and I were driving to the Goonies house. You know, the film The Goonies. It was filmed in Astoria. We're driving to Astoria. And we accidentally merged into a Proud Boys truck parade at a stoplight. In case that isn't upsetting, we accidentally took part in a parade celebrating domestic terrorism when we were just trying to drive to the house where the Goonies was filmed. In addition, police violence and federal government-sanctioned violence were at an all-time high while we were there. Activists were being snatched up by unmarked vans, disappearing for hours, and being held by quote, very heavy air quotes here, officials without any stated cause. Bear was protesting in less than 20 feet from Portland's mayor on the night that he got pepper sprayed repeatedly by his own police force. Portland's mayor's police force, not Bear's police force, obviously. And the drones, police drones, data scraping drones, military drones. I didn't know how many drones could be present in the air at any one point. It's silly me, forgive my, my naivete, I didn't even know police drones were a thing. We got used to drones the size of my Volkswagen Beetle hovering overhead regularly. It was a little distressing. So one day, my friend Dawn called to say that the apartment had opened in her triplex in Pennsylvania, and did we want to come home now? We were committed to a new start in Portland. That meant we were also committed to having spiders in our basement and escalating police violence on the daily with the side of domestic terrorism, while drones that could hold their own in any dystopian novel patrolled the air during a pandemic, which did not yet have a vaccine. At the precise moment that Barry and I chose to discuss returning to Philly, 
one of those enormous motherfucking drones hovered over the house and shook it to the foundation. It was so dramatic. I wish you could have been there. The entire place was humming like some sort of industrial strength vibrator factory set to test mode while the drone hovered overhead. It was scary as fuck. It was also precisely the confirmation we needed to get out of the city as soon as possible. Wherever you are and whatever you're committed to, it's okay to change. You get new data. You learn that you'll be surviving your first pandemic. You get to know a place in reality, not just through visits. You have more information. You watch spiders crawl into your keyboard and never crawl back out. (laughs) It's okay to admit that your current situation isn't working. It's okay to adjust the sails, or in, my cl- or in my case, move away from the drones. It's okay to respond to life as it happens, even if your plans were perfect and the budget doesn't allow for any deviation from those perfect plans. Life happens. Shaming yourself for not knowing what you couldn't have known won't help anyone. And I'm going to repeat that because it feels important. Shaming yourself for not knowing what you couldn't have known won't help anyone. The number of times that I beat myself up for like, well, if I had just known there was going to be a pandemic, then we wouldn't have moved. Like, well, if you had known there was going to be a pandemic, you would have changed a whole lot about your life, right? (laughs) Like shaming yourself for not knowing what you couldn't have known won't help anyone. Like you didn't see the pandemic coming. Welcome to everyone except pandemic scientists. So you take it all in, you learn, and you adjust to life's insanities as the days unfold. For the record, I never went into the basement again. So wherever you are, spiders or not, drones or not, pandemic or not, um, inoculation or not, may you refuse to shame yourself for not knowing what you couldn't have known. May you admit that your current situation isn't working, if it's not working. May you adjust the sales. May you do what needs to happen and respond to life as it happens, even if your plans are perfect and the budget doesn't allow for any deviation. May you admit to the real problem. In some case, it may be spiders in the basement. It may be something else. Um, And may you adjust as you take in that information. May you just simply refuse to do anything other than live your life as a big, wide, open, expansive possibility. And may you find comfort in the fact that odds are your basement does not smell like spiders. (laughs) I love you so much and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. 
This is a really simple format, one gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.